You are listening to the Nurturing Birth Doula podcast, where we aim to dispel the myths, debunk the stories, and help people better understand the role of the doula in the 21st century. I am your host, Sophie Brigstock, owner of Nurturing Birth and course facilitator, and I invite you to grab a cuppa, pop on your headphones, and listen in as I chat to doulas, birth keepers, and nurturing birth friends about all things perinatal. Welcome back, everybody. It's so lovely to have your ears at the Nurturing Birth Doula podcast. Today, I am so thrilled to be joined by Simone Dyer, who is one of the gorgeous members of our mentor team. And I am going to hand over to you, Simone, and say big welcome and and come and tell us a little bit more about yourself. Thank you, Sophie. So lovely to be here on the podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, So yes, my name is Simone. As Sophie said, I am a doula. I am a doula mentor with Nurturing Birth. I trained with Nurturing Birth in 2019, um, which feels like yesterday and also so, so long ago. Um, And I am also a uh, womb healing practitioner um mother guide is a term that I, I resonate with i hold a lot of space and a lot of circles for healing and a lot of that is around the mother the feminine aspects of ourselves um and also a lot of cacao communions so quite varied in my in my offering in my offerings which i absolutely love because i, I like it when no day is is the same um yeah that's 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 lovely lovely oh my god I love the sound of the cacao ceremonies I'm definitely Mm. signing up for one of those (laughs) and um tell us a little bit about your journey into doulaing because you'd had a fair bit of experience in the sort of birthing world before you came and did a a nurturing birth course didn't you yes I did so (laughs) I had the um, honour and pleasure of working with Dr. Gowry Motha uh, of the Gentle Birth Method, mm. some of you may be familiar with. Um, and I actually went to her for a, a session for myself, uh, actually just around some irregularity with my own cycle. And I was just also in this really transitional phase of my life where I knew I wanted to shift my career, but I've never also been anyone that sort of chased a particular career I kind of just opened myself I'm like I need a shift I don't know what it is let me just open myself Mm. to it and so I had a session with her and I knew I had already started a women's circle by this time and I just had this session and I was listening to her sharing and just asking her about her work and you know when she was giving me this treatment she was like you know you you're very very powerful and um you should come and work with me. And I was already, I was like, is she reading my mind? Cause I was like, I would love to work with her. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was a really beautiful invitation and the beginning of a journey into body work. So uh, creative healing was the technique that I, I learned and, and worked with Dr. Gowry um, with, and, and she was also the first person uh, that I assisted a birth with. So mm. that was my first experience of yeah of of getting to witness birth and the lady uh, that it was was actually somebody I had been giving treatments to since she was about 19 weeks so I'd built a really lovely organic connection with her mm. 
and um she'd she'd actually asked she was like i'd love if you would be there and i was like oh my gosh again it was kind of one of those moments of like yeah. is she reading my mind um <laughs> so i got to assist dr gary in that birth and and yeah that was my my entry point and i was like oh, yay i want more of this yeah more of this <laughs> yeah. yeah and so tell me a little bit about your your doula work now how, how do you work because it sounds like as you said you you juggle a lot of different modalities for want of want of a better word really mm-hmm. um you know how does your doula work fit in so <laughs> good question <laughs> how does it fit in it doesn't I fit everything <laughs> else around it I would say right um no it all really beautifully I think intertwines so I don't feel like in my work I don't feel like I do loads of separate things all those there's things that I've mentioned I feel like they're really all beautifully you know con- complementary um mm. And so, for example, in womb healing sessions that I hold um, a lot of the time, not always, sometimes people are just working through certain things, um, but sometimes they are specifically wanting to work towards conception. So that's a great way of, you know, connecting (laughs) with people that are going to be pregnant and potentially need a doula. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, it's all really it's all really integrated. um, And so because my entry point was through sort of body work and holding these sort of um, body work and energy healing sessions, I, you know, um, got to just connect with a lot of a lot of a lot of people. And um, so now the, the doula work just it flows very organically. And I would say a lot of that is is with you know, it's through word of mouth, um, mm-hmm. as well as, you know, social media, but it's a really, really beautiful dance. So I have a couple of set days, for example, in a week where I will do, um, I would say sessions or, um, treatments. And then I, I take on, um, doula clients as, and when I feel aligned to, because I think with, um, you know, having long periods of time when you're on call we need to take care of ourselves so i have now learned didn't work this way from the beginning but i've now learned to really um sort of plan uh, my year and go okay actually i'm going to be on call for this period of time and then i'm going to not take anybody on so Mm. it's a bit of a juggle between you know when the clients show up but also does this feel aligned to sort of where i'm at and where my energy is at right now do i have the capacity to to really hold the space in the way that i want to so yeah it really beautifully intertwines um and when you know in those moments where i am maybe not supporting mothers i'll do i will do more of my my sessions or more circles or cacao communions so it's a yeah it's a really really beautiful dance of it all i love hearing you talking about that because i you know lots of people who who come to us are worried about how they might make a doula business work and do I take on X number of clients per month? And what I'm hearing from you is that it's it's quite seasonal, you know, that you really kind of work out when you can and when you can't and that there's an element of, of looking after yourself within that, recognising you said, I think, used the word capacity, which, yeah. which I really resonate with, actually. I think that's so important mm. to recognize within ourselves what we are capable of offering yeah absolutely and I think I think that actually is has definitely been something I've had to learn and it Mm. came from completely overgiving 
like oh, oh yeah <laughs> resonate <Yeah. laughs> overgiving yeah. like so much overgiving and this was even before my my doula work you know this was in mm. my in my life or even on a personal level um so it's been a really uh beautiful learning and and continued lesson for me mm-hmm. so now i do i have re- worked you know really quite hard on or maybe not the word isn't hard but uh very intentionally yeah. to prioritize myself because I only end up, you know, I have on a couple of occasions end up and ended up really burnt out Yeah, because I just wasn't honoring what I didn't have. Um, and, and, you know, especially when you're, you're a new doula and you feel like you might be getting clients, you're like, Oh no, you can't say no because you need the experience. And, but actually, yes getting experience, but not being able to show up fully to do the role because you're exhausted. Mm, doesn't doesn't really doesn't work work. (laughs) no and um oh god you're speaking to something I I feel really strongly about which is I think most most doulas are caregivers people Mm. who love to care who who love to give Mm. and there are there are always pros and cons of of personality types um and, and qualities and I think that the shadow side of being a a caregiver is that you can completely lose yourself you know you can you can as you said you can burn out and you know I think you and I have both learned the hard way haven't we that (laughs) you know that burnout is not fun and it takes a lot of time to come back from and yeah um yeah so that I suspect ties into the sort of the myth that you wanted to dispel mm-hmm. on the thing that you wanted to bust around doulering. <laughs> Can yeah, you talk absolutely. a little bit more to that? Absolutely. Yeah. That for me, the myth is like, we have to, we have to do everything. We have to say yes to all mm. the clients and, and then all of the clients requests within us saying yes to going on yes. this journey with them. Um, and, and as, as I was saying, especially when you're a new doula and you feel like you're trying to get the experience so you're like yeah just give me more and more and more and actually the more the the better you get at practicing boundaries yeah. <laughs> from the beginning you know the 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 gentler your journey will be on yourself on your own physical mental yeah. emotional you know well-being so yeah it's just really moving away from this idea that yeah, we have to say yes to everything because we care, you know, because we lead with compassion and, and yes. because we could doesn't mean we actually have to. Like we, we get to choose. Yeah. Say a, a, a friend of mine always um, uses this saying and he says, he says, he'll say, no, I'm saying no, no to this. And he say, but I'm saying no to say yes to myself. Oh, I was just going to say, so um, (laughs) one of our friends in the mentor team often says, if you're saying yes to to something, you're saying no to something else. And if you're saying no to something, you're saying yes to something. Mm. So it's recognizing, I think a lot of doulas have problems with saying no. And and no can be a full sentence. It's we don't need to justify the no. Mm -hmm. And I think if you become intentional, if you become... Um, if you really learn to check in with yourself and be intuitive, mm. you'll know when it when you need to say no. Absolutely. And saying no can be really, really, really uncomfortable for people who are caregivers, who are people pleasers, who, you know, want to do right by other people. 
absolutely and it and it's also it's looking it's looking at where where that that want or where that need to you know overgive where mm. where is that coming from mm. you know what as you said that sort of that's that shadow aspect of yeah of overgiving and like looking at ourselves and going okay why do i need to do this what what validation maybe am i seeking yeah in 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 giving in this way to the point where i'm actually taking away from myself and we think you know um we think that i, I feel it's like the more we give you know the better testimonial we're gonna get and if we say yes to everything then they'll tell their friends about us and it, it just doesn't it just doesn't work like that because then guess what will happen yeah they will tell that tell their friends out about you but you'll be so burnt out from all the overgiving you did yeah you won't be able to show up for them anyway yeah and if you accepted a telephone call at three o'clock in the morning because someone had a little bit of heartburn in their pregnancy, not because you were on call and they were in labor, then anybody else is going to feel that they can call you at three o'clock in the morning because they've got a bit, bit of a worry about, you know, how their partner might be during the birth or whatever. And, and, you know, boundaries are so important, mm -hmm. so important to establish with clients. And I really like that, that notion of, you know, why are we giving so much? It, it really, um, for me, that often is about not enoughness. Yeah, absolutely. I don't feel I am enough. And therefore, I have to prove over and over and over again, that yeah. I am enough that mm -hmm. I am, you know, what I said I was going to be when you yeah. when you booked me as a doula, you know, it, am I telling myself I have got to be there for every single fart or Mm. <laughs> everything you know what I mean every moment yeah every single moment and it it does that become rescuing rather than exactly actually empowering people to step into their own selves and you know be autonomous and make their own decisions and all of that kind of thing absolutely and I, I, I truly believe I, I heard um one of these uh, spiritual teachers that I listened to regularly many years ago saying that you know we often rob people of their lessons. We become thieves because we are so keen to get in there and help and do do whatever it is we need to do to get our validation that actually in us saying no allows that person the space to potentially work something out for themselves or find you know, a better person, somebody who is suitable. It doesn't mean that, oh, they're, they're better than you. It's just for that time at that moment, potentially, may not even have anything to do with you. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, who are we maybe robbing of the opportunity to find a different way because we feel like we have to say yes? Mm. Oh my goodness, that makes me, um, that really reminds me, I, I have two teenage children of being a parent to teenagers and watching them mm. learn their lessons, make mm. their mistakes and being powerless as a parent, because you look at them and you think, yeah, but if you did that, you'd be fine. And yeah. I've been through that painful situation and I learned it this way. And if you just did a little bit of X, Y, and Z, you'd be absolutely fine. And of course they're yeah. like, I don't want to listen to that mum because <laughs> I'm my own human being. Yeah. You're like, okay, no, actually you've got to find your own unique path. I'm here, I'm, I'm loving you, I'm supporting you in the best way I can, but actually I can't do it for you. 
Absolutely. And it's the same with clients, actually. Yeah. Um, I think I, I remember working with some clients many, many years ago and I came away. It, it was a it was a tricky, tricky job, tricky situation. And I came away and in my reflective work with my mentor, I realized that they had almost wanted me to take responsibility for every decision on their journey and of course as doulas we can't do that it's not not. ours we can (laughs) we can support them in making their decisions but we can't make them for them yeah absolutely and we shouldn't we shouldn't you know we do them a disservice by by doing that because they they then it creates more codependency totally Um, so yeah we have to be really mindful of these patterns and and for me that's where self care plays such a big role because ultimately it's about self-awareness and the more that we can become aware of ourselves which includes our capacity you know Mm. how much where am i at what what is my fuel tank saying you know am i on a quarter am i on like flashing red light or am (laughs) i full up you know um and wherever i'm at what do i need at this place okay i'm at full capacity i'm gonna take on two clients over the next three months Mm -hmm. or i'm on red alert like i need to take some r and r and you know just be um and, and what i have found to be true is actually that fear place that we often sort of um can find ourselves operating from where we're like oh you know if you say no no more clients are going to come when you actually yes back and honor yourself honor the rest honor whatever it is you need whatever self-care may look like for you that may be you know very physical getting a massage you know um it may be something very simple going for a walk in nature spending time with the people that fill you up Mm -hmm. whatever that looks like for you taking that honoring that and the more i found that i have done that actually it's what i'm communicating to the universe is i care about my energy levels and so actually when i kind of come into this state of you know bloom when i'm like ready uh, okay i'm ready here i am the clients are there they are there yeah absolutely absolutely no i really love hearing that Self-care is a, I think I've said it before on the podcast, but it's it's a phrase that I struggle with mm. because I think it conjures up a particular notion of what people should do to self-care. And it, the image that always comes up for me is the frothy, bubbly bath with the <laughs> little candles around the edge. And um, I think self-care is so much more than that. Absolutely. I mean, that, don't get me wrong. I love a nice bubble bath you know as much as a number of other people yeah but for me it's not I you know I am that person who needs to walk in nature without a shadow of a doubt Mm -hmm. that's the that's one of my biggest sort of recharging things I need to sing in a group of people um and I need to I need to sleep I need to get decent sleep (laughs) yeah and it's and sometimes that's what it is it's not it's not always I think that could almost be like another myth of like self-care looks like this like no it doesn't there's no set list actually it's something that I would highly recommend any any and every doula to sit and you know make a space whether that's you know you're writing in your journal or on your phone you know your own self-care kit list toolbox that you can 
you know dip into when you need and the whole point of a toolbox is that you know we go there according to our need what is it i need yeah um you know today it's a walk in nature tomorrow it may be to spend time with my loved ones to go and sing to dance to move my body um to sit in complete silence and have the house to myself yeah you know or to go on a holiday and and lay in the sun for two weeks yeah and I think it's really important that we don't we don't limit ourselves or compare ourselves and go, oh, this person does that for their self-care. And then mm. wonder when when you do it, you don't feel nourished because it's not aligned to you and to where you're at. So, again, bringing it back to that self-awareness, you know, the mm. more awareness we can sort of make space for to really observe ourselves and meet our needs. I think that makes us such better doulas because we have more space and capacity to be able to see and observe and support the needs of our clients. Yeah, absolutely. And I think somebody who takes great care of themselves sets a great example to other people again you know I come back to the analogy of the parent of the teenagers you know mm-hmm. it's what what's that expression about you know don't 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 do what I do you know it's that that thing of like yeah if I if I'm you know if my children are doing something and I'm not actually demonstrating me looking after me then I can't tell them to eat up their greens and go to bed early and drink their water can I it's got to you've got to kind of I'm expressing that very badly um I know what you mean is it the do do as I say not as I do yes yeah yes exactly (laughs) thank you exactly that um so yeah but I I love that that notion as well of the toolkit someone I was reading something the other day which said you know, write down a huge list of things that equal self-care and do one of those things a day. You don't need to, for perfect self-care, it's not like you need to wake up, meditate, journal, walk in nature, sing sing with a choir, <laughs> go and play tennis. Have you a won't have bar. any clients that way. <laughs> you're, like, you're not going to have any time for anything else. Then, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'd love to spend my entire day doing all of those things. That would be amazing. Yeah. But, you know, if you pick one thing and and do it well then then that's great that's great absolutely (laughs) boundaries are the best form of self-care as well I think as a doula we touched on that like you know honoring honoring your yes and honoring your no as you said as a complete sentence like that is a great place to start with self-care that isn't a, a walk or a physical thing it's you know you just tuning into what do I have the capacity for? And what do I what do I want to do? And sometimes that may change. You know, um, I actually had a client recently ask me um, to come over and help clean. And two years ago, maybe even a year ago, I would have been like, oh, okay. Now, actually, I'm someone that I quite enjoy cleaning. Mm. Um, and so sometimes I might think because of that, oh, actually, yeah, I really want to do it, but I enjoy cleaning my house. <laughs> yeah. And not all the time. It's actually when I don't have to, when I'm not under the, you know, the pressure to do it, as it were. But I was able to sit with it for a moment and actually literally stop, breathe, and be like, do I have the capacity for this? And it was a very firm no. And I think I felt it as soon as I, I heard it. And there were several reasons for that. Um, but it, as you said, it's not about needing to justify. It's like, actually, no, that's not 
you know, I don't, I don't have the capacity or no, I, I, that's not part of my role. You know, yeah. some, some doulas may be happy to, to do that. And that's okay if that's on you, but it's being, being clear about what it is you want to do. Yes. And I know you've spoken to this whole cleaner thing before, haven't yes, we? Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And, you know, Brené Brown always says clear is kind, you know, yeah. as a doula, particularly when you come to sort of the postnatal period and you you gel with clients and you're spending a lot of time in their homes and around them as new families. And it's very easy to kind of get sucked in. That's not the right phrase, but to kind of get get involved in things within the house and for people to become reliant on you. And because you're there, it's easy to say yes. But yeah. actually, how helpful is it if we do take on that cleaning what happens when we leave? Yeah, you know? we need a bigger I mean, hole. <laughs> I, I fully expect when I first go in as a postnatal doula to be doing some stuff in the yeah. house. You know, yeah. I've yeah. loaded and unloaded plenty of dishwashers and washing machines and pushed cloths around and, mm. you know, all sorts of bits and pieces. However, like you, I am not a cleaner. Actually, I hate cleaning my house. <laughs> I, I love sweeping my kitchen floor. I get great. I find that really meditative, but cleaning my house no thanks and so the idea of going in and being somebody else's cleaner I know I just know and so I've I have had conversations with clients where I've said I hear that that's what you're looking for and actually you're going to save yourself some money if you spend your money on a cleaner to come in and do those things and then we can have focused time doing the things that I'm really, really good at supporting yeah, you to your do. strengths. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And then when I leave, because I will, because I have clear boundaries about when I finish working mm. with a postnatal family, you've still got your lovely cleaner for however long you want to you work want, with a cleaner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, it's a, it's a good one. That um, I think that's actually probably the first time that one has has popped up with me with actually like a direct asking mm. um but it was you know it was a, a beautiful learning moment and being able to also give myself a bit of praise like I've grown because I know previously I would have absolutely just went oh yeah sure and not even have taken a moment to to check in and you know part of it was also I was about to um come on my my cycle so I was mm. like I don't have the energy and I also had a, another client that evening yes. so I was like I don't have I don't have that capacity it's not what I want to do it doesn't feel aligned so yeah. I remember mentoring um a relatively new doula once and and she rang me and she she was feeling really irate and she was um she'd been with this family for for several weeks and she said, every single time I turn up, I she said she was going in two or three times a week in the afternoons. Every single time I turn up, they have left last night's washing up, deliberately left last night's washing up for me to do. And I said, OK, well, how, how do you feel about that? And she said, well, I'm beginning to feel really resentful about that because, mm -hmm. you know, clearly on the days when I'm not there, they're perfectly capable of of washing up their stuff I sort of feel like it's you know oh well the doula's coming she'll do that mm. and um and I said well what what conversations have you had with this this couple about you know your role and what conversations have you had with them about the end of your role and she said oh none we haven't and I said okay well you know 
how do you feel about carry on, carrying on, given that we're through the third, the, the fourth trimester now? Mm-hmm. You know, how do you, she's like, oh, well, no, I, I sort of feel like we should be done. And I said, okay, well, how about going, having that conversation with them? Yeah. And then empowering them to, to choose what they want to do next. Yeah. And so she then rang me about a week later and she said, it's brilliant. I'm finishing on Friday and they're really happy because they've got this in place and blah, blah, blah. And I don't have to do any more washing up. It's like, great. Wonderful. Clear boundaries, all sorted. Yeah, conversation, <laughs> taking a moment to tune yes. in and having a conversation and being clear. And yeah. also what I think and what I have, have learned over these you know, last few years um, is that we there's so many gifts in that for us like we Mm. learn so much when we get to honor our our yes and our no because it's Mm -hmm. empowering for us as well we go oh you know as I was saying I was like oh I wouldn't have done that before now I can do that with ease and I'm like I feel so good about it yeah because I keep remembering how good it feels each time to honor myself and that is that opposite kind of aspect to to that shadow that used to kind of continuously pour out Mm. and and not spend a lot of time receiving or just giving to myself Mm. now I can go no I don't want to and And I think yeah no I really hear that there there is a way of setting boundaries which is respectful and compassionate which are you know two core values for us at nurturing birth Mm. but also I can't imagine what it's like having someone in your house who's feeling resentful you know because yeah. you've left the washing up you you've kind of just gone oh well she's coming I'm leaving the washing up but, but because there hasn't been a clear conversation you've got someone who's feeling resentful that can't be a nice energy to be around really absolutely um the other thing that was just popping up for me was um as self-care a big part of my self-care was actually was and is mentoring um, yes which is why as well now it's as, as such an honor to be a part of the mm-hmm. mentoring team but i i went through the the mentoring program uh how you sort of how it was previously yes um and that was such valuable self-care for me it was a safe space to go and just be held and listened to and yeah. you know uh just have somebody not need to fix or make things right or give me advice or loads of, you know, suggestions on what not to do, or, you know, it was just a space to, yeah, to really, to be, to be held. Yeah. Um, and sort of reflected back to if anything. And so I think as a doula, it, w- it is absolutely, I'm going to use the word necessary because that's how it feels for me. I'm just speaking from my experience. I think it's really necessary to have that safe space and especially with somebody who understands your world. And as a doula, um, sometimes, especially, you know, when, when we have, uh, for example, a challenging birth, you know, or a long birth, somewhere to go to be like, this was hard, you know, yeah. I, I love my job, and I, but I'm exhausted, and I'm tired, and I didn't know what to say here, mm-hmm. and, and all of that. So I think that that comes up when I think of self care. Oh, as well. I, I love you saying that. And, you know, I think our approach to mentoring is very different to a lot of the, mm. the, the other mentoring that's that's out in the doula world there's so much focus on doing it at the beginning and actually this 
role is so vital and so precious and special mm. that the the privilege that we have of going in and supporting families around this time I mean that's undeniable Absolutely. however as you say it can be really challenging and it doesn't get any it doesn't get easier because you've been doing it for a long time you know every yeah. new client it's a whole new situation and yeah. So I fervently believe that mentoring is something that we need throughout our doula journey and beyond, you know, to have that regular fixture in your life, someone, as you say, a safe space to be go to go and, you know, share with and talk to and be know that you're going to be heard. Mm. You know, that's just that's incredible. Yeah, yeah, really, really, really powerful to mm to to share to share that space and it's lovely to definitely lovely to to hold that space as somebody that still continues to find that so so valuable um i just yeah it's 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 a, it is a must for me and yeah i would highly recommend you know whether you've been a doula for 15 minutes or 15 years <laughs> having someone to to go to um yeah and it's like it can sound like a shameless plug it, it it's absolutely shameless <laughs> <laughs> it is um because yeah it's there's just so much value in it and you won't you might not necessarily identify with that until you actually take it up and mm. afterwards go oh wow that was actually really powerful to share or i didn't know i was even holding that or absolutely. someone absolutely say this absolutely. is what i'm hearing you know um and and massively mentoring for me actually helped me to make sure I was honouring my self care because there's also a level of accountability yeah. that I that I had and have so yeah yeah two in the horn for mentoring oh yeah 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 well uh, listen anyone anyone can come and toot the horn of mentoring on the doula podcast whenever they like because as you know i'm passionate about doulas being mentored i think it's it's just so important vital vital yeah. <laughs> oh simone you're so gorgeous thank you so much for coming and joining me and i i hope that you will uh, accept an invitation to come back and chat another time because what you're doing just sounds so fascinating and I'm sure there's many many more words of wisdom that uh, that can come out oh bless you thank you yeah it's been lovely as always to share and I mean we just love talking about doula in so yeah we do anyways. we absolutely do so if people want to come and find you um how do they do that apart from going to the nurturing birth website and looking on the mentors list where <laughs> your gorgeous profile is um how else can they find you yes so uh so I have a website which is the most sacred journey dot com and I would say also Instagram is where I I mean, don't spend loads of times, but that's where that's where I am socially most. So that's also at the most sacred journey. Wonderful, wonderful. You're an absolute star. Thank you so much, Simone. And uh, yeah, look forward to seeing you soon. Thank you, Sophie. Bye. Bye.
thank you for listening to the Nurturing Birth Doula podcast. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you've got any questions or any feedback, don't hesitate to come back to us. It's info at nurturingbirth.co.uk. And do follow us on social media at nurturing underscore birth on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find us on Facebook as well. Please do give us a review if you've enjoyed this episode. We are on Spotify, we're on Apple, and we would love to hear your thoughts about any future episodes you'd like to hear. So do get in touch. Thanks for listening. Bye.